0: Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire. Jeff, could you maybe laugh just a little bit less? Come on, man. Hello, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for downloading and be careful as you're driving or doing your workout. Welcome to the show and thanks for having me in your earbuds. Today's show is with Dr. Carrie Drizga internationally known as the Functional Medicine Doc. She's an expert on finding the root causes of health problems so you can feel normal again. Uh, She's a chiropractor and naturopathic doctor. She hosts her own popular podcast called The Functional Medicine Radio Show. She's got a book out called Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again, Fixing the Root Cause of Your Fatigue with Natural Treatments. Dr. Carey's newest program is a home study course called "Entrepreneurial Fatigue: How to Fuel Your Brain and Body for Entrepreneurial Success." Her private practice is in uh, is Functional Medicine Ontario, located in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Without further ado, my chat with fellow Midwesterner, Dr. Carey Drizga. Enjoy.
1: Thank you so much. It's an honor to be on your show. Thanks for having me on.
0: I love your accent. Uh, so let's just get this out of the way. I love your accent too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're having a little like love hate relationship because you're a Bears fan and I'm a Packers fan. But you oh, know, no, I respect. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. I respect. Time
1: out. Okay. Time out. I didn't say that I was a Bears fan.
0: Oh, you did not. Okay. No, you are assuming I'm a Bears. fan. I was. Okay, so not. you're not a Bears. I'm a Blackhawks fan. fan. Okay. All yeah, right.
1: And I've got the Stanley Cup fever right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Blackhawks. <laughs> yeah. So you're just not a football fan?
1: No, I'm just not a football fan. Okay. And even though I'm bo- born and raised in Chicago, I just never really got into football. But I totally appreciate the Bears-Packers.
0: Rivalry, um, right. The rivalry, yes. Yeah, yeah. And the Bears have been stinking. Well, they, they were they, good. They, they stunk last year pretty bad. But the, Very bad. Yeah, yeah. The, the two <laughs> seasons before that, they were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I do
1: remember at one point in my life doing the Super Bowl shuffle. I remember pretty much yet, since then, <laughs> it's like, I don't really care.
0: <laughs> with, uh, with what's his name? What was the quarterback's name? Jim McMahon.
1: Jim McMahon, yeah. yeah.
0: And William the, the Refrigerator Perry. That's right. You know, back <laughs> in those days, the Packers were really bad. Oh, okay. I know. I know. People don't remember that. But, like, all the way up while mean I was.
1: Packers fans don't remember that.
0: People today, <laughs> people, you know, that like younger folks um, don't realize that it wasn't until Favre came along that the Packers started like winning again. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, all the way while I was a kid and even after I graduated oh. high school, they were not good.
1: Yeah. yeah. And now he's gone. Yeah. And the whole, the whole city, like, shed, the whole state, I should say, shed like tears for days. Right. When he laughed, right.
0: Right, right. Oh, that was a whole drama that we don't need to get into. You
1: like, you lowered your <laughs> flags to half mass. Right, right, right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the, the whole drama about him retiring and then not retiring and then retiring, that got old. That got so yeah, old. Yeah, like, pick a
1: lane. Right. How about that? Room vroom veer for crying out loud. Exactly. Pick a
0: lane. lane. Okay, so great. So now you, you've got us in the vroom vroom veer mode. Um so go us go ahead and tell us a story about you rooming and veering. So I know the story already, so I'll set it up a little bit. So how long did you go to school to become a chiropractor? It was a lot. <laughs> yeah.
1: It was a lot. So so I'll say Um, I was the type of person that when I was growing up, I didn't really know what I wanted to be. Right. When I, when I grew up. Sure. And I really struggled with that. Uh, And in fact, I, I was, uh, instead of going off to university, I decided to go off to the local community college because I didn't want to move away from home. You know, I'm, I'm a typical, like very introverted kind of person. And I didn't if I don't know what I want to be when I grow up, why do I want to spend all those dollars on university? Like that just didn't make sense. Sure. So I went to the local college, community college, and I took all of these courses just from what interested me. And I knew it had to be something like, in healthcare or the healthcare industry. Okay. And so I was taking all the typical kind of pre-med courses, but then I also took this course on like, what do you want to be when you grow up? (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. And you know what? It didn't help me at all. (laughs) (laughs) So what it's kind of weird, what actually what happened was I was working at my local library in a and I shelved books. That was my job. I was at the library, and I shelved all the books in the adult fiction section. And uh, this book came across my cart about chiropractic. So I checked it out, and I read it cover to cover. And I was just like, "Holy cow! This is what I want to do. This is what I want to be when I grow up." Okay. Just learning about how to heal the body naturally, just using your hands—it was really um, enticing. So to become a chiropractor now, it's like you need a four-year bachelor's degree, right? And then chiropractic school itself is usually about a five-year endeavor.
0: Wow! <clears throat> yeah. My goodness.
1: So um, I did all of that when when I was living because I'm, you know, I'm born and raised in Chicago, right? And uh, I actually met my husband in chiropractic school, and we moved back here to uh, Ottawa, Ontario, Canada to practice. And and I rem- And so, one of the things is that we've always had separate practices, and that's why we're now married for 19 years. Because it sounds
0: like <laughs> congratulations. Yeah, it's, it's a really good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some things um, need to, you don't, you don't want to overdo each other, right?
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I love him, but I don't want to see him at the office and at home. Right. Like some, some relationships can do that. Some sure. marriages can handle that. I, I, I couldn't imagine doing that. So we've always had separate offices and separate practices, but I remember coming home one day. So this would be, um, five years into private practice. I remember very vividly coming home one day and sitting at the kitchen table and having dinner and saying, saying to him, do you like being a chiropractor? Um, (laughs) because I, I don't see myself doing this for the, like the next 25 years. I just don't. And, and he said, yeah, I, I really love, I really love being a chiropractor. And I was just kind of like, okay, that's, that's good. But me, I don't. Yeah, and at, and at the same time, like I still have a mountain of debt, right. student loans to pay off. And yes. I'm having this, this realization that, hey, I can't do this for the rest of my life. I love chiropractic, but I don't love being a chiropractor.
0: Sure, sure. No, totally get it. You didn't love it enough. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt, same, uh, I felt the same way. I kind of on a whim did uh, massage school. <laughs> and, uh, and then I, I liked that school so much. And I started working in a spa for a while as a massage therapist. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was kind of a love Haiti thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went back and, uh, and did some, uh, advanced air quotes, um, massage therapy training for neuromuscular therapy. I don't know if you've okay. ever heard of that. It's kind of like the trigger point therapy. Yes. Yeah. And that was really cool. And it, uh, that course, it was like, I think a six, six or eight month add-on that included three visits to a cadaver lab at a chiropractic school, which is really, It wasn't Lombard, really... Illinois, was it? No, no, no. It was, it, I was in, uh, Los Angeles and the school was.
1: CMC. Oh, uh, no. Not, yeah. Yeah. You it, know, LACC. What?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think you're right. LACC. Yeah. Yeah. But So that was amazing. Um,
1: I I will say that was like the best part of chiropractic school. Right. The most memorable was the cadaver lab. Right. And and a lot of people, a lot of your listeners will be like, man, you're weird.
0: Yeah, we're both weird. Right. It's like so
1: weird. But the thing is, when you look inside the human body, it is just amazing. Yes. It's just amazing. And
0: anybody doing the work needs to do that because you kind of – you kind of have to respect the body more after that too. Mm -hmm. And and just from the completely like curiosity kind of all the anatomy books, everything's like different colors and way bigger than it should be. (laughs) And then you get in there and you're like, well, that's small in the book and that's purple. (laughs) In real life, it's so much different.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and then you see the different nuances. Yes. when we were, I, when I was in chiropractic school, we were in one of the biggest classes we had. We started with like 120 students in our one class. Like they didn't have a room big enough for all the students. Right. And so in our um, anatomy lab, I mean, there are just bodies all, you know. Uh, yeah, lined yeah. up. And, and so what we would do is we would go from body to body and look over just like the the muscles of the back. Let's just take that as an example. We would look over the muscles of the back and just compare one body to another and just see the subtle differences and how things are, are made or how things develop. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and everyone the was unique, between, right? Yeah. Everybody is unique and, and that these Subtle differences between everybody's bodies that you don't you don't see unless you you know. And that's not a, it out. and that's
0: not in a book. That's not a, no. no. I mean they tell you, the teachers will tell you if they've had the job, like everybody's different, this is all generic, you're getting framework, but then you go and experience it. It's like, you know, the difference between hearing about water and going for a swim. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know, I
1: remember my first visit to chiropractic school um, just just to visit as a prospective student and they took us on the tour and that tour included the anatomy lab and there was some some students there, you know, um, showing us different parts of the body. So I was there with my mother she's like standing in the, in the back of the room, kind of grossed out by it all. And I'm like up at the front. And so one (laughs) of the students says like, here's a normal lung and here's the lung of a smoker. Do you see the difference? And, and so then he's like, do you want to hold these lungs? I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me one to hold. Right. And so I held, you know, a normal lung in one hand. And honestly, it feels like feels like sponge cake like it's amazing and just light as a feather and then you hold a smoker's lung and it's it's hard like it is physically hard to the touch and it's heavy feeling Wow! just amazing stuff
0: right yes i remember all of that what i most remember uh distinctly about the first cadaver lab was that I, i was just trying to survive like not throw up and pass out but then yeah. the second and the third one I, I was really curious because I had gotten over that hump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So so then you decided that you didn't really want to be a chiropractor anymore. So that's what sent you back to school. And I would can I would call that a veer in my vernacular.
1: Yeah. So I, I had this huge realization and I shared it with my spouse that hey, I'm not happy. This is definitely not what I want to be doing for the rest of my life. But at the same time, still not knowing what I wanted to be when I grew up. (laughs) It's so silly. (laughs) But this this is my life, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners. um, We all go through this.
0: Yeah, I I went through the same thing. We all go through this. Some, I just decided not to grow up. So (laughs) there you
1: go. (laughs) That is one choice. (laughs) Uh, So so yeah so. Um, In my private practice, what would really bug the heck out of me would be those patients that I treated but didn't get better.
0: Right. Okay.
1: Those patients kept me up at night, and so I just started doing more research on my own. Okay, why? why are they not getting better? So I just started learning and taking more courses about detoxification and nutrition and homeopathy and allergies and sensitivities. And somewhere along the way, I learned about functional medicine. So that was in 2003 is when I took my first functional medicine course. And I was just like, holy cow, this, this is definitely what I want to do. Like that really resonated with me. And I knew like, this is definitely what I want to when I grew up <laughs> <laughs> oh, but the problem was with my scope of practice as a chiropractor in Ontario I was only able to do a fraction of what's considered functional medicine Okay. and in order for me to really do 100% functional medicine I had to go back to school and get a whole different degree so that I could have the full scope of practice wow. to do functional medicine
0: wow. so Talk so about this it was here. another
1: thing. Yeah. I, <laughs> you know, these things happen in life. I had an, a naturopath walk into my office one day and they were interested in buying, buying some piece of equipment off of me that I was selling. And honestly, up to that point, I had never met a naturopath. I had heard about them, mm-hmm. but I never met one. And um, I had no idea really what they did except like, you know, air quotes, natural medicine. Right, right. (laughs) So um, he introduced himself and he left. And so then I got, you know, I went straight on the internet. I'm like Googling, like, what is a naturopath? Are they like a real doctor or
0: not? (laughs) Sure, sure, sure.
1: And um, I read the scope of practice of a naturopath in Ontario. And I was like, holy cow, this is, this is it. I have found the holy grail here. This is what I want to do. That's awesome. So I, I made that decision. And it took a little bit of time, you know, to try and figure out, okay, now that I know what I want to be, what I want to grow up, how mm-hmm. do I make that happen? Um, so this is another time I, I come home from the office and I'm in the kitchen with my husband and I tell him, you know, I, I really I really want to go back to school and get a naturopathic degree. Would you be okay with that? Because <laughs> what that meant was... Moving from Canada back to Chicago for two full years. Wow. Uh, to get my degree. So, two years away from him. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, going back into debt. Right, right. So, like, husband, are you okay with me being away, you know, for two years plus me putting us back into debt? Um, would you be okay with that? And he said, absolutely. If this is what you think is going to make you happy in life is it if this is what your dream is I totally support that so it's like oh thank, thank you, Jesus, you know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you husband such, really <laughs>
1: such an understanding spouse you're right, yeah, such right an understanding spouse
0: right good for you and so
1: after that then we just made it happen we just made the decision okay um this this is when I'm going to start school Honestly, he did most of the research for me. He packed up the car. He was like, okay, we need to, we need to get you some insurance down there because now, you know, you're not in Canada anymore. Right, you right. Have, you know, private, you know, you have the government health care system. Okay, yes, I'm yes. putting that in there, of course, too. Socialized <laughs> medicine.
0: <laughs> How is it? How is it up there in Canada? Is the, is the insurance good like they say it is or, or not? Y-
1: you know... It's interesting being an American and, and knowing both sides of the um, – both types of health care. Right. I guess one of the things – one of the nice things about having socialized medicine is that you just never have to worry. In case something ever happens, you never have to worry because you can just go to the doctor.
0: Right. And you're not thinking about money.
1: You're not thinking about money because, I mean, the reality is – and you know this and all Americans know this – a lot of bankruptcies happen because of oh, our, our, uh, a health crisis. Our
0: healthcare system in, in the United States is broken. We all know that. I think even the people in it know that it's broken now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They
1: just don't know how to fix it. Right. Um, so in Canada, so that's that's one of the nice things is like, you don't have to worry because right. you'll be covered if something happens, if you get hit by a car, if you mm-hmm. have a massive heart attack or stroke or something or like that.
0: some weird disease that takes a lot of, you know, you, know yeah. you need a lot of, you know, chronic sort of, you know, life sustaining sort of treatment that can in in, the, in America, it'll put make you bankrupt, basically. It yeah. Can. But yeah.
1: but then on the flip side is that um, you got to wait. There is right. a waiting list. So, right, like, right. if you need to have a knee replacement and you have bone on bone grinding in your knee. Yeah. You might have to wait six months or a year. Right to get your knee replacement, Sure. Whereas in the States, you could just go the next day. Right. And have that taken care of. So it's like there's pros and cons to everything. And right, so right. those are some of the pros and cons of our system here.
0: Sure, sure. I got gotcha. you. Okay. So we digress. <laughs> we digress. <laughs> A little. That's okay. It was, it was sort of topic related. Okay. So... Um, I know from reading your book a little bit, I, I can't say I read it, read it, but I skimmed it that you have a story where you kind of, uh, almost treated yourself, um, a little bit, right. Where you were reading yeah. your own numbers and making yeah. yourself better from fatigue. Right. And I yeah, guess so, that's kind of where you got your idea for the book.
1: <laughs> yeah. That was yeah part of it. Definitely. Sure. So, what happened is when I went back to school to become a naturopathic doctor. So again, this is moving away from my spouse for two years, um, back in Chicago, which I was closer to my family. Um, but I was in I was in a very intensive um, on a very intensive course load. I was taking thir- I was basically in class thirty hours a week. Uh, morning, afternoons, and evening courses. I was taking the heaviest load that I could because it was just like, I got to get this done Mm -hmm. and get back to Canada. Right. So 30 hours a week in class plus exams, plus studying, plus writing papers, all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um, for two full years. And it was like six months in that I started feeling fatigued. And I knew it was because of all of the stress I was putting myself under.
0: Right.
1: And uh, I came back to Canada on a break. I went for like my yearly physical. And they called me back and they said, yeah, we need to see you back in the office, which means something is wrong. Right. And uh, they said, yeah, your your TSH is a little bit high. So TSH is a common thyroid test. Mm -hmm. TSH is a little bit high, which means I now have hypothyroidism.
0: Mm -hmm. My wife has that, by the way.
1: Yeah, a lot of people have hypothyroidism. Right, right. Yeah, so uh, the doctor said, uh, we we usually don't really treat this until your numbers get into the double digits. So I'm like, at this point, like a 7.2 on my TSH. And now the doctor just said, we don't do anything until your numbers get really bad into the double digits.
0: Yeah, and wait a minute. No now, are you, you in Canada now again? <laughs> so wow. yeah, it was kind of. That I was, was a Canadian a doctor. Right, okay. That was a Canadian okay. doctor
1: saying that. Wow. I was like, oh, wow. That, that doesn't make sense. Yikes. That don't make no sense to me. Right.
0: You already know it's bad. We'll wait until it's really bad.
1: Wait until it's worse. And then we'll do something about that. Yikes. And, she, and, and she said, unless you're having symptoms. I'm like, I felt like saying, well, you didn't even ask me if I was having symptoms. But see, this is part of the broken health care system, whether it's Canada or the U.S. Yeah. It's just part of the broken health care system. So I was like, okay, I'm stressed to the max. And now I have a low thyroid. Go back to school. I've got like (laughs) um, 10 more months to just suck it up and just get through this program so that I can get my degree. So that's basically what I did. But by the time I graduated and I took my board exams, man, I was burnt out. I was just burnt out mentally and physically. And I just thought very naively, I just need to take a few months off, get some rest, and I'll be fine. I'll just bounce right back. Sure. And so... I slept 10 hours every night, and I took a two-hour nap every single day. I did that for three months, and you know what? I didn't bounce back. My energy still really sucked. And on top of that, it was kind of like I fried my brain. Mm -hmm. My memory was terrible. My poor husband, he would tell me like, okay, um, this is what we'll have for dinner tonight, or make sure you pick this thing up. And I'd be like, what? What did you just say? Because I just... That thought was already gone out of my head. You had brain cloud. (laughs) I had terrible foggy brain. Yeah. 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 My memory sucked, terrible foggy brain. And my concentration was awful. Mm -hmm. I felt like I had adult ADD at that point. I couldn't focus or concentrate on getting anything done. And so at that point, that's when I really just started. That's when I said, okay, that's enough clearly just getting more rest is not doing it Mm -hmm. that's when I really started treating myself with functional medicine I started testing myself I did a cortisol test to see how bad my stress hormones were right really in the crapper at that point so I started treating that I went on a gluten-free diet it's a good idea and that helped as well. It helped my energy a little bit more. I tested myself for parasites. I did a stool test, and I found out that I did have a parasite. Wow! And I, I have—I've um, got two basset hounds, and I think if you've got pets in the family, that's a very common reason why you probably have parasites because <laughs> they like lick you all over.
0: Okay, gotcha. Interesting. And,
1: and then that helped a little bit too, but I was still really struggling. And it wasn't until I started treating my brain directly that my memory, like. Finally, came right back, and my brain finally felt normal again. Okay. So, so that's that's my story about my struggle with fatigue. And then on top of that, I just I was having so many patients coming into my office at Functional Medicine Ontario. They would come in, and so many of them have fatigue. It's such a common story that I hear that um, people have fatigue. They've gone to see their family doctor. Right. They've gone to see the specialist. They've had tests done, and everything is normal. And so the doctor will either tell them one of three things. They'll say, oh, you just need a vacation. Right. Or they'll say, you're starting a burnout. You should take three months off of work.
0: That's what they told my wife when she had the hypothyroidism.
1: Yeah. Right. Like a lot of people, this is not... It's not realistic, right? To take a just take a vacation and you'll be fine. No, no, or to take three months off of work,
0: a lot well, of people can't yeah, can't afford to do that. My my wife actually ended up uh, getting approved for a short term disability, mm-hmm. and while she was there, she went out and found a doctor much like you, like a homeopath or a naturopath, mm-hmm. uh, and he had the the treatment that actually ended up getting her to the path of wellness. So Fantastic. yeah, I mean, right. When I, when I read your story, I was like, Wow, yeah, we went through yeah. this, right? Beat for beat, you know? Yeah. Um, so they're, so.
1: they're either told you need a vacation or you need to take three months off of work because you're right. burning out or it's in your head. Here, take some antidepressants. That's usually the, That's the, the scariest one.
0: That's yeah. That's it, the scariest one right there.
1: It is the scariest one, and, <laughs> and you know, from a personal standpoint, from you know, patients tell me these stories, and I and I can see them. They have tears in their eyes, and they're frustrated with the system because the system just isn't good at treating fatigue. Our healthcare system just doesn't know what to do with fatigue patients. Right. So they usually come in to see me, and because uh, they know something is wrong in their body, it's not in their head. Something is really wrong in their body, and they want to know what it is. And they're not and they depressed. Want to know how to fix it. And they
0: know it's not, you know, in their head, you know, kind of thing, right?
1: Exactly, exactly. And that was part of the impetus for writing the book as well,
0: right? Right.
1: To help people that are out there that are struggling and they want answers.
0: So you had a number of patients uh, in your book that you, that told their stories, and then you kind of highlighted a symptom for each patient. So like, just yeah. pick a patient and and use their story. To illustrate, you know, a, a particular one of your favorite symptoms that's pretty common?
1: Okay, so um, in functional medicine, functional medicine is always about finding the root underlying cause.
0: The why, right? Yeah, the right. why.
1: Find the cause and then fix the cause. So if you find it and fix it, you can feel normal again. Right. Get your health back. So it's, it's definitely not.
0: So and it's, and it's usually something in your environment or something you're doing, something you're eating, or something you're not doing, right?
1: Exactly. Okay. Yeah. It can be as simple as um, food, food allergies and sensitivities. It mm-hmm. could be like a thyroid problem like right. your wife had. I, I had. Um, and, yeah, there's many different reasons. So, okay. So, one uh, example from my book. So uh, one of my patients that I talk about in the book is uh, Jocelyn. Mm-hmm. So in the book, I talk about my story and four other stories just so that people get an idea how functional medicine works in the real world. Right. And that there can be many different reasons for fatigue. So for Jocelyn, um, she was always self-employed as one of the top real estate agents in our area. Um, always a go-getter. Right. So by the time she came to see me, her energy was just terrible. She would, she had basically stopped seeing clients, stopped showing houses, um, stopped taking on new clients, I should say, stopped okay. taking on new business. And the clients that she had, she would like nap between every appointment that she had. Plus she would sleep all night. Wow. So she, she was getting plenty of sleep during the day, but she was dead tired.
0: Zero energy.
1: Saw, yeah, zero energy. And um, she was also taking care of her mom. And uh, she's a single mom of uh, two kids, so taking care of them, too. Wow. And uh, she went to see her family doctor. He he was really great at running all of the kind of typical blood work, um, checked her heart, checked her brain. uh, Everything was fine. So then she came to see me. And one of the first things that I do is I I request copies of all that blood work. Mm -hmm. Because I want to see, okay, what did your doctor test? And what are your numbers? Right. And what has your doctor not tested that we still need to investigate. Right. So Jocelyn's case was really interesting because when I got her blood work, it was there, honestly, in black and white. It was right there on the sheet of paper that she had insufficient B12. She was low on B12. which is an extremely common cause of fatigue, except her doctor never told her that. Wow. Something as simple as that. So we started her on b twelve. And then another thing I did was I tested her vitamin D. So in Canada, doctors don't test for vitamin D anymore because it's, you know, quote, an expensive test. God forbid we test everybody <laughs> in the country for it because the right. budget for the healthcare system cannot afford that. So they stopped. Wow. They stopped testing people for that. So I tested Jocelyn for vitamin D and her vitamin D was crap. It was terrible. Right. So started her on vitamin D supplements. And then I tested her cortisol to see how terrible her stress hormones were. And she was basically like a flat line. And so I started treating her for all of these different things. And man, her energy just came right back.
0: Now, how do you treat for cortisol? If your, your cortisol is spiked, is that the vitamin R is that is that how you, you come at that? <laughs>
1: yeah, so some of it, yeah, so some okay. of it will be vitamin R. Right. So I talk we'll about talk, about, we'll talk
0: more about vitamin R <laughs> later. I just wanted to sneak oh. that in there, but as a yeah, sort of then, like a preview. But how else yeah, would you then, treat cortisol?
1: So cortisol and There's a lot of herbs that can be very helpful. So oh, you probably okay. heard of uh, ginseng. Ginseng is a very common herb oh, that right. can help with cortisol uh, when cortisol is really low. Uh, licorice. Licorice root can help as well. Wow, neat. Um, rhodiola. Um, what are some of the other common ones? I guess...
0: So this is sort of like the traditional Chinese medicine sort of treatment, almost? Some yeah, of
1: so some of, it, some of it is using uh, Chinese medicine. And a lot of the herbs in Chinese medicine are herbs that we'll use in North America anyways. So sure, there's sure. a lot of overlap between the right.
0: two. Well, and they're just using what... The uh, Medicines are made into You know They take the The that's the way I look at it. You know, those. Yeah, uh, so
1: you're right. Those the treatments. Right. The pharmaceutical industry, what they do is they'll they'll research a herb and they'll take the one active ingredient out of that herb.
0: So they can patent they'll it.
1: they'll patent that, They'll patent it. make <laughs> a drug out of it. Because make you can't, of you can't dollars.
0: patent something that comes out of the ground. So
1: That's right. You mm-hmm.
0: cannot
1: patent a <laughs> right. vitamin or herb. Right, right, right. By itself. Right. Yeah.
0: Unless you put Louis Vuitton on it. Right. All over. <laughs>
1: Coachy, yes. That's what they
0: do. <laughs> Essentially, that that you're the drug that you're paying way too much money for is the Louis Vuitton bag of of uh, treatment. <laughs> Never thought of it that way. It's kind of funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was Jocelyn's story. So so her case was kind of easy. We found some deficiencies. We repleted her. She was stressed. We did some acupuncture. Um, helped get her cortisol back up, and she was flying high like within months. Her energy was back up and her friends noticed like the difference they're like oh the old jocelyn is back
0: oh right clients her
1: clients, okay. clients notice and they're like oh it's so nice to see you again like
0: moving and shaking back to your yeah, old yeah. self
1: you know just happy-go-lucky
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: and of course her children were like mom you were you were not very nice back then, but we're so glad that you're, you're back. <laughs>
0: right, right. So some of some of the some of the stories I remember um, the answers were uh, more diet based. I can't yes. remember whose story that was, but
1: <laughs> so I did a story with uh, Liz.
0: Okay, Liz.
1: And uh, yeah, so she had fatigue for many years. It started after going through a divorce and after working a full-time job plus having um so she worked her full-time job during the day and then in the evenings on, and on the weekends she worked for her spouse in their their uh, private business. business okay she was working like i don't know 60 80 hours a week for years right. she did this like it's yeah. nuts
0: right and it so caught she up was, with her she point. was definitely burned out
1: She was definitely burnt out. Um, so the doctors uh they treated her thyroid, her thyroid was burnt out. They treated her thyroid, they also medicated her with antidepressants because that's what they thought she had was massive depression. And the reality is that that helped her get through all of that mess. Um but once life got back to normal, she was still really tired. So she came to see me. And yeah. Trying to figure out a patient's case is a lot like being a detective. It's like, it's like a CSI health detective to try and find out, okay, where is this patient's fatigue coming from? So that's, that's part of the beauty of functional medicine is everything in your body really is connected. And so we really understand all of the ins and outs of the chemistry of how everything is connected and that everybody is unique as well. And they add, there's no set protocol for treating fatigue. There's not no set protocol for treating headaches. There's no set protocol for treating IBS. It's it's about treating the person in front of you, right. the patient, and getting them healthy again. So with Liz's case, um, we dive deep into her diet, and. Uh, One of the things I had her do was a simple elimination diet. So she ate a very clean diet for a period of time. And then one by one, she added in foods back into her diet to try and figure out what foods are her friends and what foods are her enemies. And in the end of this process, she found about 12 foods that were her enemies. And they were all very common foods like sugar and wheat and gluten and yeast, corn, soy, things like that. Right, right. And uh, so she just, she found these 12 foods that were were her enemies and she just stopped eating them. And her energy levels soared. She lost a ton of weight. Her brain fog was gone. And then the other thing that was going on was she was having chronic pain for years. And actually, she was a patient of my husband's.
0: Oh, right. Okay. She was
1: a patient of my husband's. She would see him like um, two or three days a week for months, months Mm -hmm. on end. And and, uh, he would treat her. She would feel better for a little bit of, you know, a little bit and then her pain would come back. Right. So uh, she, tell, she told me this story, she's like, she's like, yeah, my pain is gone. I was like, really Liz? You gotta be kidding me. Oh yeah. She's like, my diet is clean. I don't eat any of those foods anymore and my pain is totally gone. She said, in fact, I went to see your husband the other day and he felt my back and he was like, what the heck did you do? Oh my God, your back feels so much better, so much looser. There's like no tension here anymore. What did you change? And she said, well, I've been seeing your neighbor there, your wife, (laughs) and she's been treating me and I figured out my diet, you know, the right diet that works for her. And it, it fixed her pain as well. It was just amazing. So, yeah, for some patients, we really dive deep into diet because that's really where the core of their health problem is coming from. And for others, it might be thyroid uh, for me it was like a lot of it was just in my brain that I needed to get my brain uh, my brain chemistry back online again
0: right right yeah and then you had another patient I remember reading that um, you had to basically uh, work on her insomnia first and she wasn't getting a whole lot of sleep or or the quality of her sleep wasn't that great right am I remembering that right
1: yeah, you are. Okay, yeah, good. <laughs> she, she was having terrible insomnia.
0: Is this the same patient, or is it this is different? This
1: is actually part of her story. Oh, yeah. this, is, this is the this, same this, patient, and it's part of her story okay. that I totally forgot about. That's okay. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, She did have terrible insomnia, and that and that is one of the questions. You know, when patients have fatigue, it's the first question is like, how are you sleeping? Right. Do you get enough sleep? Do you have a hard time falling asleep? Do you have a hard time staying asleep? And so for this particular patient, for Liz, she had, she had awful insomnia. I mean, she would go for days without yeah. sleeping, and that, that can be really dangerous. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so one of the things I did was I tested her melatonin. So melatonin is one of the hormones in the brain, and uh, your brain makes melatonin when the sun goes down. When the sun goes down, your brain makes more and more melatonin, and that's so that you sleep at night. Okay. And so when people have insomnia, like a lot of times they'll reach for a bottle of melatonin right? and try that. And a lot of times it actually doesn't work because that's not really what the cause of the insomnia is. But for okay. Liz, she had a frank uh, melatonin deficiency when we tested her melatonin. And we had so we had figured that out. I think we had also done some treatment on her gut as well, uh, maybe for parasites as well. But yeah, insomnia is a big thing. So one of the things I talk about in the book to help people get better sleep, because some people need, frankly, some people just need to get more sleep. Right. But but a lot of people, what they need is just to get
0: better, better sleep. sleep. Yes. I'm, I'm, I've been playing with this, too, recently. So when I saw it again in your book. I was like, uh huh, uh huh. Like the 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 big <laughs> thing was that um, magnesium is a precursor to one of the the keys to good sleep. So yes, it I is started. One. Yeah, yeah. So I started taking a um, 500 milligrams of magnesium at night. Yeah. Wowzers.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was I huge. About that, yeah. I talk about that in the book. That magnesium is a very very common deficiency that you'll never see on your blood work unless you're like critically ill magnesium will not come up as deficient in your blood work so um, magnesium is basically like our all-natural relaxant it'll relax your muscles it'll calm you and relax you physically mentally emotionally and so um yeah magnesium is one of those tricks that I'll use for any patient that has a hard time sleeping. The first thing in my toolbox is magnesium. Try magnesium. Right, right. 500 milligrams before you go to bed. And I swear to God, eight times out of 10, people are already sleeping better because of that because they're just more relaxed
0: Yeah, at yeah. Night.
1: And yep. then the other the go other ahead. trick I'll use is um, the eye mask
0: trick. Oh, neat. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um... Now this is the just the eye the mask that you wear over the eye not the blackout curtains.
1: Yeah, just a five dollar eye mask. Even you know, better, over
0: to, so much cheaper.
1: At Bath and Beyond, buy a five dollar eye mask. So again, with the melatonin,
0: and it doesn't the, have Bluetooth. It's not like by Apple.
1: <laughs> <No. Eye mask. laughs> You know, that's funny because I was actually out to lunch with a friend and, and, uh, there was a group of us and, and one, one of my friends was talking about an eye mask. And then the other was like, I, I'm asked, like, what is that? Is that's a new like gadget by Apple? It's so, <laughs> no like I
0: E Y E mask. Right. right. Yeah. I just, do you know what uh pho is? <coughs> yes. Yeah. I just, <laughs> yeah, I just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's spelled pho with a, a little oops along, but it's, it's Thai food, right? I think no Vietnamese. <laughs>
1: Yes, you're right. It's
0: Vietnamese, Vietnamese food. Uh, I saw a guy walking across the street in front of me as I was driving back from Starbucks and he had a T-shirt on it and said, I pho. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we digress That's yet fine. again. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. So a $5 eye mask. So getting back to the melatonin, uh-huh. um, when you have extraneous sources of light in your bedroom. So oh, right, right. Like the light that comes off of your alarm clock, the little LED light that's on your phone's, your cell phone charger, the little LED light that's on your TV. A lot of people have TVs in their bedroom. The little light that's on your toothbrush charger and the light that's creeping in around your window blinds. Right. All of those tiny little sources of light will blunt your melatonin production. You'll you'll make less melatonin. Yeah. So simply wearing a five dollar eye mask at night, it will black out that extra little bit of light, and you will make maximum amounts of melatonin, and, you'll, and you will get into the deepest levels of sleep.
0: Have you heard of this uh, this little gadget that you can put on your computer called Flux?
1: I have heard about that. Yeah, I've never and tried it's it. free,
0: so yeah. you you can put it on your uh, your laptop. Uh, and they, they have it for iPad, I think, and iPhone, but you have to jailbreak your, your Apple device to do it, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you kind of have to hack you your, your Apple device. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you break your warranty, but you can't do updates. If you do an update, then it'll stop working. Oh. And I want to be able to do updates through Apple. It says, warning, don't do this. If you want to, whoa, <laughs> oh, hello. I guess if you have a really, really old uh, Apple device, then it, it won't matter anymore. But mine So aren't tell that the old.
1: listeners about Flux.
0: So Flux is... Because I've
1: never used it.
0: Oh, well, it's just a, a free little app. And I'll put a link in the show notes. But what it does is it adjusts the blue light levels of your display, on your monitor, or your TV lap and not TV, but your laptop monitor or your desktop monitor, and it basically just like it dims it it dims the screen automatically based on your time zone, so then yeah, as so, you're using your computer you're not seeing that dangerous I think they call it blue light right
1: yes yeah, the it's the blue u all well, the UV rays of the. The, the visible spectrum of light right, right. <laughs> going back to whatever third grade here the visible the visible spectrum of light so the blue rays are the ones that um, wait you know like those are the ones that stimulate your brain and, and keep you awake so okay. in the morning it's good to have those blue rays right and for people that live in um, live in the northern climates or live in really rainy areas right way up
0: these. north yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah hey dear yeah there <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> we have north, north in the UP. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> they'll use those um, lamps those for um, seasonal affective disorder these yes. these lights um, on their desk in the morning to help you know stimulate uh, wake them that, up right, right stimulate your brain to wake up and, and to stop melatonin production oh gotcha so yeah the, the problem with all of these you know one of the problems with modern technology is it's keeping people awake at night right because of the blue light right right. So try this thing. I have, I've not tried it yet because I just, you know, after six, I'm like done. That's enough. I don't want to be like
0: computer anymore. Yeah. Well, actually they say the first thing is, is, you know, try to cut your screen time off like a couple hours before bed. That's yes. probably better.
1: So I the, think I said that.
0: Yeah. The, <laughs> the, the, the flux is like, you know, if you just can't help yourself, I guess. <laughs>
1: And, and it's true. I mean, there there right. are times where I'm just in a groove and I just I'm right. I'm pumping through something. I'm, or you've I'm got just, a deadline I'm in the zone. Something. I'm inspired. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I just keep working into the evening. And so that's one of those things that can be helpful because you don't know it, but it's it's slightly changing the the, um, the color of your computer screen. Yeah. And. So that when you do go to bed, that is much easier for you to fall asleep.
0: there was this other thing that that struck me because I've been waking up at a weird time like like two or three o'clock in the morning um, really consistently you know it's like a surprise if i wait if I sleep all the way through to the alarm, and you said that 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 might have something to do with my uh, liver channel
1: yeah, so when I have a patient that comes in and they'll say. It's like, Dr. Carey It's like clockwork. I wake up at one 30 every morning or one 35 or, or two o'clock every morning when they say it's like clockwork. I know that I need to look at the acupuncture channels. So in Chinese medicine, um, we have energy in our body. It's called a uh, chi and right. that energy is there and it's always flowing. And at different times of the day, it's concentrated in different acupuncture channels. You can kind of think of it like a highway. Mm -hmm. There's always cars on it. But at different times of the day, those cars are concentrated in different parts of the city. So, between um, 11 o'clock at night and 1 o'clock in the morning, that's the gallbladder channel. And between 1 o'clock in the morning and 3 o'clock in the morning, that's the liver channel. Okay. So if you said three Dr. thirty, Keri, right. I, I wake up every every day I, I'm up at two and I can't fall back to sleep. I know that's going on in the liver channel. There's something with the energy that's not flowing properly. Okay. And so usually I'll just do a trial of acupuncture. Right, right. And for those people that are afraid of needles and don't want to try acupuncture, you could try acupressure. Right. It's still about trying to get the balance flowing within those channels. Yeah, when I hear that, it's like music to my ears. Because I know like this is exactly what we're gonna try next.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's perfect.
1: So (laughs) just made my yeah, made my life a lot
0: easier. Right, right. So (laughs) let's talk a little bit about vitamin R. Because I'm really into vitamin R too. So vitamin R for you our friend there driving your car, or maybe you're doing your workout. Um, vitamin R is relaxation and rest. And what else?
1: Recreation.
0: Recreation. Yeah. All right. (laughs) My my brain is working really well (laughs) because it's almost like I read your book, but I didn't, (laughs) I'm I'm doing pretty good. I skimmed. You
1: could just say you're a speed reader.
0: Well, I I didn't. I skimmed. I skimmed. (laughs) I spent, I, I looked at it for probably an hour. You know, but I wasn't reading. I was skimming. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: You got a lot out of it. I did. Just an hour.
0: Right, right. Um, so let's see. So,
1: yeah, vitamin R. Vitamin Rest, R. Relaxation, right. recreation.
0: What I liked was um, I'm already doing yoga, which I love. I know you don't like it so much.
1: No. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like yoga. It's so frustrating for me because I've never been flexible. Mm-hmm. I could, like never do the splits. I could never be a cheerleader. Right,
0: right, right, right. <laughs>
1: so I just, yoga is frustrating.
0: Okay, I understand. I think for me, uh, not like you have to like yoga. My wife, when she does yoga, she gets sick, <laughs> which is probably a whole nother thing. But yoga is not for everybody. But I, yeah. I, I personally love it.
1: So yoga is great vitamin R. Right. I personally don't like it. So what I do for my vitamin R, for relaxation and recreation, is I do boxing.
0: Right. I saw that. That's amazing. First, I thought you were going to describe something like with, like uh, boxes or something, and then no, no, I realized boxing. 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 Yeah. Boxing. <laughs> yeah
1: I hit. The, I hit the heavy bag. Right. I hit the heavy bag, and I will tell you, for the listeners out there that have never done this, man. It is such a great way to just burn off steam. Oh, yeah. Just get rid of whatever frustration and stress that is building up in your body.
0: You're going to burn off a lot of that cortisol, that extra stuff that you don't need Yeah, the extra
1: stress hormones. (laughs) And it helps me shut off my brain. Because for a lot of entrepreneurs and small business owners, like, you can, like, never really shut off your brain.
0: Mm -hmm. So hitting the
1: heavy bag, you, like, have to shut that off and just focus on one thing. Right. So... That helps. And then it's just fun. Like, it's just fun. And, it's a blast. And I say for, for people, you know, everybody knows that they should be exercising and exercise is important, but nobody really wants to exercise.
0: No, you, you have you, to make it fun. Well, I, I, you, I agree. You, do.
1: you have to make it fun and you have to find something that you love doing. So for me, when I started doing boxing, I mean, that 45 minute class would just fly right by. And I would be done with it, and I'd just be like, "Man, I could go for another forty-five minutes. Like this was just so much fun." And I looked forward to going to boxing class. Like for the listeners out there, if you can find something like that in your life, that something can help. Something that's you, fun.
0: It's a. It's yeah. a. Yeah. It's it's primarily I I say put make it a fun exercisey activity right. Don't even think of it as exercise. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. So
1: whatever it brings you recreation, so it brings you happiness and joy, um, rest, and uh, I guess exercise isn't rest, but it's burning off uh, burning off energy.
0: Well, and you're you're resting that part of your brain that's like uh, staring at a screen. Yeah. That that so resting whenever you whenever you're not doing that, then you're resting that part of your brain. So that I think that's huge.
1: So yeah, that's vitamin R, rest, relaxation, recreation. We
0: didn't talk about meditation.
1: No, we didn't. I mean that falls under vitamin R.
0: Right, also. right. Right.
1: And vitamin or I should say vitamin R, meditation. Wow, there is so much research on meditation, it's staggering.
0: Right. And
1: I don't think med- I don't think people really um, take meditation that seriously when they
0: should. Right.
1: And there's a million different ways you can meditate. I mean, if you just do a Google search on meditation, you'll find like.
0: Tons and tons of free resources. Five million pages. Right.
1: Yes. <laughs> go on go on YouTube and you'll find thousands of videos. So I, I just say in the book to find a meditation that works for you. Mm-hmm. In the office here, when I have patients, because I do acupuncture in my office. So when I have patients on their needles, I'll have them do a meditation Um, while they're in the office, getting their treatment, I'll have them, and I talk about this one in the book, I'll have them breathe in a color that they love. I'll have them breathe in that color and just imagine it flooding their body all the way down to the tips of their fingers and the tips of their toes. And then I'll have them uh, breathe out a color that they hate, or just imagine breathing out blackness. So they just focus on that, breathing in the color that they love, breathing out the color that they hate. And they do that for, I mean, you could do that for five minutes. You can do that for 10 minutes, however long you want. I want to do it all day long. <laughs> that would be bad.
0: <laughs> well, you have to get up and move.
1: I <laughs> five, 10 minutes, and you could easily like yeah. put that into your calendar, a little alarm that pops up once a day. Hey, time to take five minutes for yourself and take a break. Yeah, yeah. Just doing something like that. Very simple.
0: I just uh, found a really cool um, meditation audio that's free, too. Um, Have you ever heard of Sam Harris? No. Okay. Who is Sam Harris? Sam Harris is sort of like a controversial guy. I think he's some sort of neuroscientist, but uh, he gets in trouble a lot because he says what he thinks, (laughs) especially about religion and all things woo-woo. Uh He doesn't, he doesn't really put a whole lot of credence in that. He's very much on the other side of that fence, but having said all of that, um, he does come out and say, I've had experiences of expanded consciousness. So he's, he's amazing for those folks on the, uh, the more sort of like atheism, rational kind of side.
1: And everything has to be scientific.
0: Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you're one of those folks, Sam Harris is great because you can get all the benefits and none of the (laughs) woo-woo. Yeah, yeah. you know, you
1: bring up a great point because a lot of people, they don't want the woo-woo.
0: Right, right. You know, I'm okay with woo-woo, personally. Um,
1: I'm okay with a little bit of woo-woo. Not a lot. Not a little bit. A little bit. I'm open-minded.
0: Right, right, right. No, you know, in order to embrace Chinese medicine, I think you have to be open to a little bit of woo-woo. But yes. Chinese medicine, isn't, it's ancient just because it's something we don't understand doesn't mean it's not science, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So um, I wanted to tell a, a tiny little story about Sam Harris and, and his, um, his meditation thing, because basically he said, I had this experience, I meditated. And what I found was that this sense of self is an illusion. And you hear that all the time in woo-woo stuff, right? Yes. And I'm like, okay, Sam. So everybody knows that. It's woo-woo, <laughs> right? <laughs> but yesterday, I actually, you know, this is, again, this talking about water or taking a swim. I went ahead and took a swim and listened to his, his thing. And I had the experience of that, what he was talking about. That. Oh, that's pretty cool. Well, it's just, you know, that voice in your head. You know, he's walking you through noticing that that voice in your head that you mostly identify as you. Yeah. It's just more stuff that's arising in consciousness. Right. And still, as I'm talking about it, you're not going to experience it. I just did. And I wanted to say something about it. <laughs> <laughs> so go check out Sam's meditation and check out. Um, let's see. Dr. Carey's stuff. Let's talk about your book here. Reclaim your energy and feel, feel normal again. Yeah. Fixing the root cause of your fatigue with natural treatments. Right. Did I get that? Yes. Did I get that all right? Okay.
1: Yeah. The yeah wasn't in there, but it's an <laughs> exclamation point.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got a new program specifically designed for entrepreneurs, right?
1: Yeah, it's called Entrepreneurial Fatigue, How to Fuel Your Brain and Body for Entrepreneurial Success.
0: I hate that word. It is like the hardest word to say ever.
1: I know. After I like put that all together, I was like,
0: oh. Now I have to say, to say that fatigue. twice. <laughs>
1: it's so hard. <laughs> it and, is. Like, so then the, you know you know, going to GoDaddy and buying like a web page for that. Nobody can spell entrepreneur. (laughs) Right. Right. So you just go to DrKerry.com and you'll find that.
0: Perfect. Perfect. I'm going to (laughs) put links to all of that, all of your stuff and all the stuff we talked about in the show notes. Thank you so much, Dr. Kerry. This has been a blast.
1: Absolutely. I loved being on your show. Thank you so much
0: for asking me. No problem. Thank you. Thank you for. Sub- no, so thank you. For responding. Yeah, now we're going to get into the thing. No, thank you. That's so thank Midwest. You. No, thank it's you. So Midwest. <laughs> it is. <Yes. laughs> you should see it in Japan. It's crazy. They have uh, my wife's Japanese. We didn't get into this, but my wife's Japanese. And uh, my mother's. Do do the
1: bowing thing?
0: Oh, my goodness. Yes. They, <laughs> but like my mother-in-law will actually physically get on the floor, right? And like bow, you know, it's like she's doing like yoga uh, (laughs) head-ups. But they're... Right, right. They're doing a (laughs) bow-off.
1: Yeah, because it's like the deeper you bow... Right. The more of a thank you, right? Right. Something
0: like that. Right, 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 right. right. (laughs) And it has to continue until the person's far, far away.
1: Until somebody just like... (laughs) okay all right yes
0: now now they've dropped off the edge of the planet i can until
1: somebody's head hits the floor then the bowing is over yeah
0: yeah right bowing 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 yes bowing endlessly all right without further ado thank you again dr Carey, for being on my show and uh, i will put you on the re-attack list we'll talk again perfect thank you have a great day you too all right